0: This is episode 131. It's such a good idea, it's stupid.
1: <laughs> Coming to you via a really internet connection <laughs> for some reason.
0: Squeezing that around the edges of the pipe.
1: Ugh. That's stupid net neutrality, shit, right?
0: Yeah, there that's it right. Am I, am I
1: not paying the, the podcast package to my Comcast?
0: Verizon's shutting us down. You're going to throttle oh, those
1: bastards. Bah. It's the tone control. Yeah. Um yeah. I just, A rougher than usual start. I'm also flustered. I hate just, <laughs> I hate like I hate getting started and then it just being like Meh, nah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just annoying and stupid. It's and, irritating. Uh, anyway. All right. I guess while we're on the topic of things like the show about the show stuff. Yeah. Um I do want to mention you probably saw this kind of all over uh, the internet when we were talking about it last week mm-hmm. I moved the podcast over to Anchor and uh, if you're missed that boat Anchor is um, a podcast publishing platform and they distribute this podcast across pretty much everywhere uh, we could ever want a podcast and it's now in more places than it's ever been which is super super cool so uh Welcome to Anchor, I guess. <laughs> it's like really yeah. no different so, for the right, user, right? Right, it's no different but, uh, for
0: anybody. But if you wanted to turn on the Anchor app, it has a thing where you can send us a voicemail. Yes, which is pretty clever. Um, in case anybody cared to, yeah.
1: um, uh, And yeah. now, if you were listening to our RSS feed off our website, which is sometimes kind of clunky, now you can listen to us on Spotify or hmm. Google Play, Podbean, Overcast, like all the all the <clears throat> right. podcast platforms we are on now, which is super super nice. Instead and, of having to manually shoehorn it in there. Exactly. So, and uh let's see, we have all kinds of cool statistics. Episode 130 has 147 plays, which is quite a bit more than I thought we were going to get. <laughs> <laughs> Never <laughs> you know, having real had- statistics here.
0: Yeah, never having had real analytics before, we were always like sort of guessing based on how many pings hit the server. But like, yeah. I have no idea how many times one person's iTunes will ping our server in order for them to download and listen to the episode once. Yeah. Right,
1: exactly. Yeah. So, and it imported all of our old episodes too, and people are listening to those as well, which is really cool. So, total, we have 356 plays
0: since switching. Since right? switching? That's when it starts counting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Pretty awesome, huh? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, we also got a voicemail already.
1: Yeah, that's right. So if you get the Anchor app, you can it's a it's a pod catcher. You can listen to uh, podcasts in the app. You can make a podcast in the app, and you can leave voicemails for other podcasts that are hosted on Anchor. Mm-hmm. So we got one. <laughs> hey guys, it's OG friend of the show Brian. Figured I'd check in trying this new app out. Hope all is well. Love the show. Peace. <laughs> Peace. I just love how he kind of trails off. Like He's like, checking well, this new app out. And he very reluctantly, love the show.
0: <laughs> <laughs> guess I guess it's like he turns into Eeyore. It's like, nothing more to do in here. Nobody yeah. cares about me. <laughs> love the show. All right. Thanks, Brian,
1: well, uh, for yeah. trying out a new fun thing. Yes. So that's, the, that's what you can do. You can leave us a little note. You can ask us a question. Uh, you can troll us. Like, you can do whatever you want.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Also, uh, mm. just before, uh, when I was trying out the pedal I have, actually, tonight, I uh, put the word out on Instagram, because now you can do stuff like uh, ask a question inside of a post, and people can, like, reply to it kind of baked in and stuff.
0: In Instagram?
1: Uh, in Instagram stories, yeah. So um, oh. I said we're recording episode 131 tonight. What do you want to know? And the tone jerks want to know what's well, good. <laughs> uh, beer, beer, and uh, Anchor.fm. FM. Mm-hmm. And who like t- twenty hours after we after we
0: got Derek got us situated on Anchor Spotify bottom up. So apparently Spotify is just, they're like watching our backs and we made a move and Spotify was like, that's it. That cinches the deal for us. We're scooping them.
1: Yep. The the tone control did it. That was the nail in the coffin.
0: Buy them up. We're tastemakers for the likes of uh, big corporations like Spotify.
1: And I've heard about Anchor a bunch of some other shows I listen to are using it. And Mm -hmm. I was always like, well, that's cool. You can make a podcast on your phone. But we record this show Uh, not on our phones. And I thought that would be (laughs) kind of... You'd never know, but it's true. (laughs) I I thought that would kind of... And the way we do the demos and like do the bumps in between, I thought it would be not possible. But we can just publish directly on their website, which is really great. So the show will remain as is. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. yeah. So now there's many more ways to listen. And we're not sponsored by Anchor. I'm just super jazzed about it. (laughs) I just love everything that's going on. So... Let her rip, Tater Chip.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's it's been a it's been a full time. I, there's a drum set
1: in my studio behind me. Yeah, I was gonna say there's some things happening in there.
0: Yeah, because like. um, we're I we started a new album for a, a band that I've worked with in the past before, and um, they're you know band stuff. So their their drummers' yeah. days off are Sundays and Mondays. So uh, yeah. this is sitting there until next Monday but uh we're we're ahead yeah. of schedule things are coming along great. I found myself relatively pleased with how the drum set sounded without having to scrutinize his job tuning it. Always appreciate that. Cool. <laughs> good cool. drums, good skins and somebody
1: who knows how to set them up, so that's good. Um Nice. Yeah. Um things are going well. Good. Oh speaking of band things, I have I guess quick band update from for me over here in yeah. Delaney, Um yeah. band update. We have now more shows booked than I've ever had booked at one time. <laughs> it's crazy. We've got five, and I think we're going to confirm a sixth. No, we have six as of today, and there might be a seventh one coming soon. It's crazy. Nice. Granted, the one that we booked today is in August. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> it's currently February. so. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, but that's all going well. Songs are getting churned out. It's really rad. Um, Just ready to start gigging like a fiend, so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you're in the greater New England area, keep an eye out if you want to come to a show or something. We're going to be all around. Right on. What does greater New England mean to you, Derek? Uh, I would say greater northern New England, most likely. Um, So, Mass and North. Mass, Vermont, New Hampshire, Maine. Yep. Possibly, maybe, hopefully, one day, Rhode Island. Um, but Rhode Island, yeah. By the time you're going to Boston, Rhode Island's not that far. But it's not that far, but it's also like you know, Boston's a cool hour from here. So mm-hmm. we're playing in Alston soon. I think mm-hmm. I don't know when. Um, I can't keep all the dates straight. This is what's happening. It's. I'll tell you the worst <laughs> part about all this is we're like, hey, uh, do you guys want to do this show? Look at the calendar. Looks good. Okay, yes, let's do this show. Great. Yeah. Uh, oh, they need a couple more bands, or they need one more band. Well, who should we ask? I'm like, I don't know. I haven't been playing music in this this circle in in six years. All the bands that I would think to call don't exist anymore. Yeah. So like, I'm totally useless. <laughs> I need to I need to go like play a bunch of shows to like meet all these bands, and then I can say, oh, we should call so so. <laughs> yeah, talk to me next week. <laughs> yeah, I feel like like a total just like. Uh, I don't know. Total couch potato on the whole. Like, oh, we should be networking with bands. I agree. Who you got? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> <Yep. laughs> I I know no yeah, one. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, yeah didn't yeah. anticipate that part, but anyway, it's all good. Banding gonna is fun. It's going to be all right. Banding yes. is fun. Yep. Super. I'm thinking about. Um, I'm thinking about getting this thing that's very first on our news list here. So, oh, okay, we'll hold the phone. Thanks to
2: Pedal Genie for sponsoring the Tone Control. Visit pedalgenie.com and start your wishlist today. It begins with Ernie Ball.
1: It's really gonna come down to price. On this, um
0: wait, haven't we seen this already?
1: We oh seen, no, we haven't seen this. Not this. Um,
0: So uh, I have,
1: I have your old. We haven't ball volume said pedal. what
0: it is yet. <laughs> this is the yeah. 2019 uh, VP Junior tuner. So the volume pedal Junior yeah. with with tuner in it.
1: With a tuner in it, and there yeah. was a YouTuber who was modifying VP Juniors t- with a poly tune in them in the same kind of assembly. Oh, dog, uh, you know various, what? I heard about similar. this
0: on the Tone Jerks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so Go on. Ernie Ball was like, yo, we got to get it in on that. And then they just started making their own. So yeah. it's a it's a tuner. Like think of your standard VP Junior and then on the tread, like on the yeah, foot plate yeah. is a tuner.
0: <laughs> right. So, so with the volume pedal, right, you roll it down to kill your volume. Yeah, and pick your foot up to tune. Put your foot back down to bring your volume up. So it's uh, it does make sense. Like if you're going to put a
1: tuner in another pedal, this is it.
0: Oh, it is like it makes so much sense. It's stupid that nobody's done this before.
1: Yeah, for real. I mean, while well, someone had done it before, they're totally stealing the idea. Yeah. But it's no, but like, come on. There was only one. Nobody version before and it was that. Super like, expensive. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: And it comes in colors. Thanks. I Apple. like that red one. <laughs> the gold is much too austere for me.
1: I like the black, the silver, or they call it white. It's the standard one. Yeah,
0: aluminum um, colored.
1: Yeah, I like the red and the black. It's cool.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
1: So when heel down, the tuner engages, but you can have the tuner set to be always on if you want to just constantly it should be it.
0: always on. should totally However, be always on.
1: You can also have it set to give you a 1 to 10 readout on where your volume is at. Oh, yeah. So if you're like, oh, you know, this part, I like roll my volume back, it sounds best around four, four, five, whatever.
0: But you can't read it while you're turning it. Okay. Well, whatever. I mean, they may as well, well throw the feature in.
1: You know, if you're rolling it down, you don't have to have your entire foot on the thing. I mean, you, I usually so, just so, push the heel of it to lower it. Really? Yeah.
0: Well, I suppose you could. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. So the, the, when you're, Using a volume pedal to achieve a specific volume, you're either doing it by ear, or you're this this you could you could be setting up for the next part, right? Like you're not mm-hmm. playing and you want to set up. You don't want to strike the note to check yeah. your volume, so this would help with that. Sure, I've never done yeah. it like you're saying. I always just put my foot on the thing, but that's I would put my foot on it and check it, and it's fine.
1: I tend to just push on the end of it to go heel down, and then I'll yeah. put my whole foot on it to bring it back up. But uh, I mean, it's there if you want it. You don't yeah, have yeah. to have that. It's also so the screen on it is like a super tough touch screen, actually. So you can oh. change change the tuning you pitch can do like controls
0: so you, by touching it.
1: Yeah. Yep. Uh, Nine to eighteen volt. Uh, so you get like that good headroom in it. It's got input, output, tuner in, and tuner through, which means you can have it arranged. You can put, like, your drive in before or after it more easily. Okay. Does that make sense?
0: Okay, so you go into tuner in, then tuner through goes to your drive stack, and then goes back into volume in, and volume out goes to your amp. And now you are tuning before the drive and voluming after the drive. Is that
1: right? I believe so. Did I nail it? So, or you can just run it like a standard. Or you can run it like a pedal, or like yeah, like like a loser. So <laughs> like some kind of jerk. That's an option.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All um, right. I get you.
1: It's got a new cord inside. Volume pedals are mechanical, so they use a uh, oh. a Kevlar coated. Or no, is it? I think it's a Kevlar cord. It's like a PVC. yeah. It's like a it's like a woven yeah. Strap, uh, it's a yeah, so it's a new heavier gauge string that's going to turn that pot, it's going to be nice and smooth. It's cool, man. I there's no price on it yet, but I think I'm paying attention, you know, like I'm 150. So you think, I mean, the standard Ernie Ball is like 80 or something like that, yeah. 80 or 90.
0: And a tuner's so, like 80 to 100 for like a good one. You can get one of those mini ones or something for less probably. Yeah. But like, I think you could reasonably put this on the market for 150 and and everybody be like, oh yeah, obviously.
2: If it's, it's, two if it's 200,
0: one, I, mean, I think yeah. it's a tougher sell. You'd probably still sell them. Not as many, I don't know. But I think if you could get this to market for 150 yeah, you'd have people turning in their stuff. I'm, I'm
1: trying to, not trying, but I'm exploring just switching from the full size volume pedal to the junior because it's so huge. Because
0: you have a full size right now. I have yours. Yeah. Yeah. It's a fine volume pedal.
1: It is. It's great. It works. Actually, it squeaks now. <laughs> Does it? Does it? Yeah. <laughs> it needs yeah.
0: oil. You, yeah. um, isn't that the one that has, like, an adjust... No, that isn't the fancy one. I just stuck a thing in the bottom. Never mind. I'm I took that talk off. About that. Yeah, um, you gotta take
1: that off. That's stupid. I took that off day one. <laughs> <laughs> the old one I had had that had, the like lowest, yeah. Yeah, had the adjustable sweep or, like, the lowest point adjustment. But uh, why did you I, want- never, I never modified it. Like, I never really fussed with it. So yeah, why it did
0: you want the one that I had instead of that one?
1: Because the jacks were on the top, uh the one that I had both oh. jacks were on the right. <laughs> oh, that's evil. It was a disaster yeah, uh, yeah I mean it worked it it worked totally fine, and I had patch cable situations that were no issue. It's just that
0: yeah
1: y- you had to really design around design yeah. your board around that yep. volume pedal, and if they're both on the top, you can you have more options of where you want to put it mm mm-hmm, mm. Mm-hmm. And I like the junior still. I just, it's so much, takes up less room. And then, you know, if I got this thing with the tuner involved, it would free up a whole pedal slot on my board, get rid of the tuner. Mm. So I don't know. Just thinking about it. I think it's rad. I think it's rad too. I like it. At it, it, first, it's like, come on, it seems gimmicky. But then the more I think about it, it's like, yeah, this is actually a good one. <laughs> I think it's a baller
0: move. I definitely have it on, set to always on.
1: Uh, I might too, yeah. Because I like, I always, if I'm writing my guitar volume or my volume pedal volume, I'm really doing it by ear. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, I
1: would never use a dial for it. Yeah, especially because, like, not all guitar knobs have numbers on them. So (laughs) it's not like you're going to look down and be like, this needs to be on (laughs) 7.2. I know, I know.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. Cool. Well, we'll have a, a price on that whenever they announce it.
0: Nice. Next, we're gonna try to. We're gonna, I'm gonna try to jam through some of this uh, so that we can do some actual pedal genie pedals today. Yes. So okay. let's do it. Next we'll is continue. Fender. Yeah. Fender, Fender. Put echo on this, Justin. What is this little number <laughs> with the little bitty bitty pickups? What is that guy?
1: The little itty bitty pickups. So this is the new alternate reality series. That's a bass, but it's a guitar. It's a tenor telecaster.
0: Oh my god! (laughs) 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 I looked at the little pickups for a while, and then I and then I noticed there was only four saddles on it, and I went, "Wait, where am I? How did I get here? Alternate reality? Okay, okay, a tenor
1: tele." Yep. yep. So I'll tell you, the minute I googled this thing to kind of read about it, I saw more tenor guitars than I've ever seen in my life, which is more than zero. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. So
1: give this me the, give is me the quickie on it. It's 500 bucks. It's got four strings and it's, I couldn't find this for sure, but I looked up tenor guitars are typically tuned CGDA from low to high.
0: CGDA. So that's Is that all it's fourths? No,
1: it's fifths.
0: All fifths. Oh, oh, right, 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 right. See,
1: yeah, okay, okay, right. It's Um, just it's sort of like rotated, yeah, okay, 22 uh, and three quarter inch scale. Uh, a maple neck and fretboard, twenty-one frets, nine and a half inch radius. It's got this like itty bitty, like it looks like a telly, and then you're like, yeah. wow, the neck is really narrow, the headstock's really small, the pickups are really small, like it looks so absurd. I that have no Telecaster
0: what, headstock is very small, but the
1: tuners are is a, normal a phrase size. I never thought I would say. <laughs> <laughs> look at the look at the size of the tuners; they look enormous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they look like they look like it, it that's
0: why it looks like it's a base with like a giant yeah. body it looks like we're zoomed in and it, you know ah, yeah. uh i don't know man okay okay zooming on the yep. the electric 12 yep in 1965 so, was the first
1: yes the original was released in 1965 it's Pretty much the same thing. They're just reissuing yeah. so 12 the string electric. twelve-string
0: electric. 12. 12. These little split, yeah. split. Um, the pickup. split pickups. You, they're a new these? design.
1: They're the same. Like they're just called like Fender split pickups. I think. Okay. Yeah. So they're, they're they're like redesigned the pieces. internally.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Kind of like a P bass pickup. Like they're offset. Yeah. Uh, it's got a three-way selector. There's two of those pickups. So a three-way selector. The headstock looks like a frigate hockey stick. Field hockey stick. <laughs>
0: And it's bad in the sense that that headstock is bad.
1: Well, that's how it always was. I know mean, that's not a good reason, but, <laughs> you know, that's just... It just means it's been bad for longer. Yep. It's 1000 bucks. If you need an electric 12-string, look no further.
0: If you need an electric 12-string and you don't want a Rickenbacker for some if reason... If you need an electric 12-string
1: reg- and, and definitely don't want to reconsider... <laughs> 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 Okay. What else? It's um C-shaped neck, modern C-shaped neck, nine and a half inch uh fretboard radius, twenty-two medium jumbo frets. Comes in sunburst, Lake Placid Blue. Which or is it, medium white. or jumbo? <laughs> oh god damn it, Justin. All right, yeah. can we just continue, please? <laughs> <laughs> the Powercaster. Powercaster. I I actually I'm into this. Like okay, if I was so, gonna like sell yeah. all my shit and get start a new band and be like just fucking rock and roll, like this is what I would get. It's cool,
0: yeah. Put some real, it's, real heavy strings on it.
1: Just wail. Oh, sling it low. Oh man, look out! It is the body style that slings the lowest. It looks like a Jazzmaster, but it's kind of squished, like it's a little squat Jazzmaster. You know? <laughs> it's like it's a Jazzmaster, but you dropped it
0: when, <laughs> right, it, yeah, when it, it, was like it was young
1: and soft. Like, it looks like it was made of putty, <laughs> and then you
0: just, <laughs> <laughs> you just bumped into it kind of hard. <laughs> I like the knobs. I can get behind that,
1: yeah, I don't like the pickup switch in the middle of those knobs, but i I do yeah. like you I get over like it when the, it's strung
0: so low right it's when so you tape low. I said the wrong thing
1: when you tape that selector down to bridge only yeah, 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 <laughs> so it's a um a bridge humbucker, an atomic humbucker they call it, and then a p ninety in the neck, atomic, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's cool, man. Put some stop put some heavy piece. heavies on it. I'm telling you.
1: Yep, a Just-O-Matic bridge and a stop tail piece. It's cool. It's cool. Nine hundred bucks. I dig it. I like the pickguard shape too.
0: All right, but 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 next is the. The alternate reality Meteora, which is yeah. the same same body as the parallel universe Meteora, which has had to be something we just talked about like a month. We did ago, talk right? about it. So yeah. the
1: Meteora originally it was this body shape and this uh, pickguard yeah. shape and all that stuff. Except it was essentially a Telecaster, and a Tele bridge and a Tele neck pickup and bridge right, pickup and all right. that. All those controls just a crazy. So the humbucker shape. version of that now. The humbucker version of that is what this guitar was supposed to be i think the telly version is like oh neat look a a telly in a different silhouette this however i think this is what this guitar always should have been the hh version yeah so it's a let it be its own thing you know yeah, totally, its own thing. It's a and Fender doesn't make any or many really official like double humbucker guitars, other than like the Tele Deluxe and stuff. Mm-hmm. But even that's still oh, it's a Telecaster. This is a totally different thing. Like, I bet it rips. It looks like a big, oversized sort of offset body, uh, string through body, tunematic bridge. I lo- I love the string through thing. Like way back behind the tunematic, it's cool.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, it's right. got coil taps and then you can wait. do you can sorry. Uh, sorry sorry coil taps on the second the second push pull is to swap the volume controls so eh? you can do you can do volume swells on either pickup uh on that closest knob that's
0: bonkers man all right <laughs> Because well, you, you gotta do Let's your go. volume swells <laughs> on the closest knob, it's that's clever. That's clever.
1: Well, so yeah. volume swells, yeah. So it should be like that closest volume knob would be your bridge pickup, and then the next yeah. one would be your neck pickup, and then master tone, I'm assuming. So you pull up on one of those and it flips, which it basically turns the closest one to a master volume. What does it do when you're in? Both it said it, you
0: said it flips, I think it just push, pu- it's a push push. Uh, push sure. push
1: switch on the pickguard swaps the volume controls so you can easily do volume swells using either pickup. I
0: think it switches which one is controlling which pickup.
1: That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. I just I'm wondering if that would get confusing.
0: Oh, I'm certain it would get confusing.
1: Either Especially because it's,
0: a- it's a push push, so you can't tell when it's on.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All it's, right, uh, we got to hit this next thing. It's a thousand bucks. Okay, the sixty six. The sixty
0: six. Oh god, my brain. It's hurting. You guys got to look at this. You got to look at this when I'm talking to you. If you're driving the car right now, pull the car over. Look up the Fender 66. It is hurting my soul. So this is a – it is like a guitar with a jazz bass body, right?
1: Yeah, except not bass size. It's guitar size. It's shrunk down,
0: yeah. yeah. But it's like – so at first you kind of go, oh, it's a Strat? No (laughs) – (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah it looks like a strat and a jazz master got together right
0: kind of it looks so weird and it makes it look like it's a weird photoshop job because the headstock yeah. looks so big that body well, you're expecting a bass neck
1: so that headstock is the oversized 70s oh headstock, my god
0: they just which, always catch me out somehow there's fenders, sure that fenders that out to get
1: me i'm not sure that oversized headstock was the right call on this design wise <clears throat> but like it, it looks, looks H- bonkers it's an HSS assembly. It's got the chrome plate from a Jazz Bass. So it's got that yep. volume and tone on the plate thing. This minty pickguard with a five-way selector and then like a Strat vibrato bridge. It's a, it's a monster. Oh god. I'm I feel like monster. I feel like it
0: weighs a ton. Do you think it weighs a ton? I don't know. It's just it it's in my brain because of the bass thing, right? Yeah, uh, I can't weigh
1: more than much more than a Strat or something. Yeah so is there more are we still going there's a little bit more they also introduced the rarities series which is definitely like a more boutique you can just kind of comb through these pictures here high quality woods um, you know very very figured tops and stuff like that exotic woods American made really top notch stuff they announced a few of those so those are in the notes as well they're about 2500 so they're the top top tippity top of the line check out this hollow body strat you see this
0: I will do it. Hold on. Oh, yeah. That's Pretty all right. Neat, huh? That's fine. Yeah. Sure.
1: All your That's quilted maples yellow. and things like that. Yeah. Very beautiful guitars, of course. Too much so gold. I'm digging the HH Meteora, the Powercaster. <laughs> and, you know, I'm going to reserve judgment on the 66, but initial impressions don't look good. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sixty-six is getting no beers cracked. Remember when we were doing that? <laughs> oh God, okay. we're so terrible
1: about doing things. Let's talk <clears throat> about pedals from our pals you at Pedal Genie.
0: Let's go ahead. I'm gonna play this robot, and while it plays, I'm gonna try to get some of my things together, reorganize myself so that I can play because I'm gonna
1: pl- I'm gonna play mine live. Cool. I'm not. <laughs> mm, and go. <laughs>
2: Pedal Genie is like the Netflix of guitar pedals, rent any pedal you want for as long as you want, for one low monthly price, shipping is included and there are no late fees or time limits, with over 1500 pedals to try from nearly 100 different manufacturers, Pedal Genie definitely has the gear you want to try, subscriptions start with flex at just $19.95 a month, try out one pedal at a time for as long as you want, send it back when you're ready for the next one, for only $39.95 a month, the standard subscription includes shipping, So you could have a different pedal every few days, if one isn't enough for you, Pedal Genie Pro gets you three pedals at a time for only $64.95 a month, shipping included. There's a subscription for everyone and best of all, your first month is free. If you find the pedal of your dreams, the one you just have to keep, Pedal Genie will offer you a buyout option. Prices vary with the length of your membership and the type of pedal, but you'll definitely get an awesome price for the pedal in your hand. So head to pedalgenie.com to fill up your wish list with pedals, and they'll send out your Your first pedal ASAP, Pedal Genie, all your pedal wishes granted.
1: Cool, cool. Um, I'm going to go first while you're setting up. How about that? Very good. Very good. Okay, I had the Nebulous from Empress Effects. I'm
0: uh, I'm, uh, opening that link right now.
1: Okay, in case Empress. We we've we've talked a lot about Empress before. I've had some of their other stuff. Their tape delay is wonderful. So the Nebulous is a chorus, vibrato, and a flanger all in one. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's like kind of a pretty normal pedal size, but it's like a double wide thing. It's two foot switches, one for bypass, one for presets. So doing chorus, vibrato, and flanger. Chorus and flanger are pretty close effects. The vibrato is a little bit different. Um, but it sounds really, really good. And I I imagine that the technology inside this thing to get those three sounds is super, super similar. Like, it can't really be that dramatic a change. It
0: can't be that different.
1: Yeah, so there's four mini toggle switches and then four knobs. Mm -hmm. So the mini toggles across the top are mode, sub mode, tone, and special. So mode would be like chorus, vibrato, or flanger. They're all three-way all switches. Right. Sub mode is A, B, and C. And then on the front face of this pedal, there's a little um, like a little legend for you to follow. So if you're in chorus mode, it tells you what A, B, and C do. In vibe mode, it tells you what A, B, and C do and so on. And then special. Yeah, okay. Special is labeled none, a little, or lots. And that will also change based on which uh, effect you're in. And the tone is just like a, you know, a clean, which is wide open, and then warm and bright. Okay.
0: Uh, yeah, more or less okay.
1: Yeah, it's just like a simple like, oh, I need yeah. a little brighter. You just flip the switch So sub mode, like for chorus let's say uh, if you're in chorus mode and you're on option A, it's a basic chorus if you're in option B, it's a multi-chorus meaning it's got multiple, multiple sweeps voices, happening taps, yeah. uh, and then C is chorus with tremolo N- Nice Yeah That sounds cool It is cool uh, in the vibe mode, if you're in A, you've got a univibe. If you're in B, you've got vibrato. And C, you've got a rotary speaker. Uh-huh. In <laughs> flanger, you've got 60s mode, 70s mode, and then through zero.
0: Oh, so those are each of those. bonkers.
1: Yeah, it is super bonkers. So 60s mode is like way more subtle. It's a lot more organic sounding. The 70s one is a little more swirly and swooshy for the flanger. And then through zero just makes you feel like you're going to get seasick. (laughs) (laughs) Right. The special knob or special switch, sorry, that none, little and lots switch um, adjusts the amount of regeneration on the flanger. On the vibe, it changes the amount of um, compression or like the horn speed or the regen, depending on which oh, mode that's you're cool. in. Yeah, it's it's very very thorough. And then the knobs are mix rate, depth, and output. And you can hold up to eight presets in this bad boy. So what you do is you you tap the preset button and it changes color of the LED. And then to engage it, you push the bypass button. If you're selecting a preset, yeah. the bypass does not turn it off. It just selects that preset.
0: <clears throat> all right. Pretty cool, huh? I, yeah, I mean, you'd get it right away if you had it in your hand, right? It's yes, lot, it's yes. Like, you know, sure. This all makes mm-hmm. perfect sense.
1: It's good. It's laid out in definitely the most. Once you use it, it's it makes perfect mm-hmm. sense. The most easy to understand option, I think. Um, having an output on a pedal like this is very interesting. Usually, you don't see that kind of thing. It's um just gives you a little extra if you want to like push your amp for like. Yeah, uh, you know, Univibe sounds really good on lead lines because it gives you this like effect that's like kind of phasery, but you can't it's really tell motion what's without being without being insane. Yeah, so if you want to come up for leads with a Univibe kind of sound, you can do that. It's just all around sounds really, really good. I'm surprised at how this makes me play. It makes me want to play like really funky stuff because of that. Like, <laughs> it's just like so vocal and so. Huh. Um, I don't really know how to describe it, I guess. It's just mm-hmm. very, uh, I don't know. It, it's kind of got a bounce to it in a certain way. Like it makes you want to play like highly compressed sort of <laughs> like chicken pickin' and in like staccato kind of stuff because it just like really works well with that stuff. But it also gives you that great lush chorus and the wacky through zero mm-hmm. stuff. So it's, it's 300 bucks, but you're getting three... Really good pedals, I think. In one, like it's a fantastic chorus. The Univibe sounds killer. I, I always left it on Univibe because it's the only option. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes, there are two other options, literally, but it's the only option. <laughs> hmm. And then the the flanger is super cool. I mean, a lot of flangers sound a little bit like, hey, listen to my flanger. You know, like they're a little. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, they're a little <laughs> too intense. Every time you hear a flanger, This it's song like, features the flanger. <laughs> pretty much. You, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This doesn't do that, which is, I think, smart. Sure. It can do that, but it doesn't have to do that. Also, I, like, my chorus pedal doesn't have a mix knob. My flanger doesn't have a mix knob. Mm. I just kind of like that stuff. Like, that little attention to detail. It's four settings that really suit these other three effects super well.
0: That's cool. Mm -hmm. That's cool.
1: So I'll try to record something using all the sounds, but uh, we'll see.
0: Brad, I'm doing a um, <clears throat> I'm doing a cast recording for a play, a local play that's going on here uh, mm-hmm. over the weekend. Uh, so I'm going to be working like all all weekend. Uh,
2: yeah. So
0: I was thinking I might try to edit this tomorrow, um, but don't worry about it if you haven't gotten to oh, it because right. I can always I can go back after the fact. It's pretty easy. I'll just slot in whatever you record. So no uh,
1: worries. I, I will. Maybe not be able to do that. I also am probably going to end up working all weekend on other things. And then I've also got like a one-year-old's birthday party to go to. What are you doing at a one-year-old's birthday party? You know, I'm a good friend. I ask myself that every day. I'm a good friend. That's what I say. (laughs) And I'm going to see most of those exact same people the next day because I haven't actually told you this. They're all – no. (laughs) They're all
0: uh, (laughs) (laughs) – One of your bandmates is one years old. (laughs) He was <laughs> born on a leap year. <laughs> that still makes him dangerously young to be makes playing rock and roll. Sorry, what were we anyway, talking uh, about? <laughs> I was just gonna
1: say like I like once a month get together with a bunch of friends from college and go get beers at some local hipster brewery. So I'm oh. going to hang out with them at this one year old's party and then the next day going to get beers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> And then I got a bunch of work to do, and I got to do a friggin' pedal demo. And I'm also uh,
0: frig, you know?
1: You know, this is not actually started yet, but I'm possibly recording another podcast tomorrow afternoon. Uh oh. <laughs> so we'll see. Uh,
0: so. All right. Little reset la-
1: bell. Hit me with it.
0: Last week or the week before, the uh, a bunch of us dads all got together on a Saturday or something, Saturday night.
1: More like dad or day, am I right? <laughs>
0: so we went axe throwing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was wild. So I'd never heard somebody. We were just on like a, t- a group chat, a group text, and you're uh, we like, hey, let's have a guy's night. All right. Hey, what about this? Axe throwing and I was what like, about What
1: the most guy thing there
0: could be? I was like never heard of it before. So I typed it into Google and it's like I find this this there's like a few companies around here that do it, and this one that I clicked on is like, yeah, darts is fine, but check this out. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we did it. And uh I was pretty good too. I almost won, actually. Nice. That's cool. Um, I choked I at the very it. end. It came down to just we the we uh we, we had a big ladder and I was um you know seated right to the end there and then I choked at the end and oh too much pressure w- in overtime too tied oh. it tied it tied it and then and then choked in, in extra throws yeah it's pretty it's pretty um it wasn't like a testosterone fest or anything but we were definitely throwing axes at sheets of
1: wood so feels pretty cool like it's it's yeah. it's, it's a little uh, I haven't done it but it, it every time I see it I'm like that's the most primal thing i've ever seen
0: <laughs> it's cool it's cool and like yeah. Yeah, there's a there's a technique to it. I you know it's it's fun. It's cool. I would I would definitely do it again. You you um, we, we they were six of us, so we were allowed to like reserve a whole lane. And they they spent like almost three hours with us. It was great. We weren't expecting awesome. it to be like that, but yeah, they let us basically throw for points at first, and then based on that, they seated us into a ladder, and we had a little tournament about it. So awesome. It was, it was really neat. But um, but I'm going to talk about a pedal now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had. Uh, I have the wavelength from Alexander pedals. This is part of the Neo series. I'm trying to keep my face pointed toward the microphone, so if I sound weird, it's because I'm looking at the pedal. Anyway, uh, yeah, so their Neo series of pedals, which I think is sort of like a development platform, because mm-hmm. um, these are they they feel pretty digital. Uh, I don't. Okay. I, I mean, I mean in the way they work. Like the sound is great and everything. I'm not. i It wasn't like a dig at that, but. Um, it's it's pretty complex how much they got in here onto some pretty simple controls with only a few okay. numbers uh, okay. knobs, um, but there's a there's a multi multi modulation stuff going on in here all on sort of a push button and then the parameters are controlled by knobs or a tap tempo and there's expression input as well um, and that you can um, you can assign the expression to different things. Uh, I, I can't talk about like every aspect of this. Like, basically, you can put it into like maintenance mode when you're booting it up, and like tell it what to assign the the expression to. It can take different kinds of expression. The output even has something where you can you can use a Y cable, and you can have a dry and a wet output out of wow. one jack. Like they've really like crammed everything into this little boy. It's got two. Uh, switches on a regular like whatever that number hammond box is like just mm-hmm. a regular pe- pedal box so the the regular bypass switch and then a tap tempo and then everything the four knobs, you know rate mix, Tweak and depth. Tweak, you know, of course, is going to affect something different depending on what kind of modulation you're set on. Yeah. That's pretty typical. And then everything's got a a secondary function where if you hold the little selector switch down, you'll access a secondary function. So that's like throwing the tap tempo into ramp mode for when you're using it as like a Leslie speaker sim. So it'll change the speed of, of how it adjusts to your to speed changes mm-hmm. and then uh, you can adjust the shape of all the different waveforms so there's several uh, one of them one of these things will yeah so okay the tweak knob the alternate function is the shape so like square wave sawtooth rising falling and then a randomized one as well and, and sine of course it says
1: uh, yeah sine triangle square pulse which looks like a, an uneven square yeah, wave
0: yeah it spends more time down than up um, right. It's otherwise, and rise squared. And fall. Really cool, and really cool. Really uh, cool. And then all of those waveforms can be applied to vibrato, tremolo, phaser, chorus, uh, flanger, or filter. Huh. Filter is like a a a, a low pass uh, sweep, oh, wow. uh, which okay. sounds really cool in random mode. I'll I'll turn some of these on in a second. So then there's a rate knob, which also doubles as a tap multiplier. So. If you – essentially, if you set the knob and then – sorry, so you're going to hold that button down to get to the secondary function and set that knob, and then it's 1x, 2x, 3x, or 4x Mm -hmm. based on your tap tempo. Or if you just twist the knob regular, it'll work just like a regular rate knob. Awesome. Um, So pretty intuitive how they've crammed all this in here. So I'm push-buttoning, and there's two multicolored LEDs, and depending on what color they are, that tells me what – uh, yeah, I was just looking at that, and there's like yeah. a top
1: LED and a bottom LED, and then the display is like you have got two blue, two purple, two red.
0: Right. And so it's, if it's top and blue, it's tremolo, and if it's bottom and blue, it's chorus.
1: Yeah, that's great. Etc.
0: Yeah, it's really really great. And then that the same thing goes for when you're uh, turning the knob to get to adjust the shape. Uh, oh, is cool. those okay. the, the main LED up at the top the bypass LED is going to change color depending on what setting you're on as you oh, as you slowly awesome. turn the knob around so that there's a USB the... input too you can do other weird stuff with this
1: so now does it match the color that is on the website here like the sine wave is red
0: now when i was playing it it i think almost all of them matched, but one of them was different and i random can't remember. Is,
1: is displayed here as black which it's it obviously white. couldn't yeah. do okay all right yeah let's hear it
0: alright so what am I on now let's turn the depth up the mix up so we can actually hear what's going on so I think I'm on flanger I'll adjust oh, the yeah. tempo up. alright so here's a flanger we'll tweak so it gets really really um, resonant <laughs> when I turn yeah. the tweak knob up so let's pick a different sound so now I'm what of my purple tops so this should be vibrato
1: oh yeah yeah Okay, like you're really in the decay.
0: So let's um, actually let's go to let's go to filter. I'm gonna, I'm just so they they all sound like what you're expecting, and it ha- does have like a um, you know it's it's got just a really nice sound of everything. And I, you know, keep playing the same chord here. But so let's click on over. So okay, filter. <laughs> okay, right. So filter. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna play with these shapes here for you. So I'm gonna hold this button down. Right. So. And okay. so let's kick it over. Let's start. So this is red for shape. It should be sign, I think. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Makes sense. So hold it down. and am turn it to next color is... It's yellow. Looks a little greenish on this LED. Yellow
1: would be triangle.
0: Yeah. Okay. So it's just a little sharper. Same basic deal. Green. This is definitely green.
2: So that's like a square.
1: Yeah.
0: I think that's square. I think they reverse square and pulse. Okay. So this is a little bit bluer. Oh, that's falling. I think it's like a falling sawtooth
2: or something.
1: Yep. Definitely.
0: And now rising. Alright. Cool. Getting
2: somewhere.
0: So now I'm in random. Random's really cool for
1: filter. Let's get it, the it rate is up very here. Cool, yeah.
2: My old phaser
1: used to be able to do that. And I um I didn't really love that pedal very much, uh, except for that sound.
0: And I got the mix pretty high right now. I mean, you could really kind of like sneak these things into the background if you turn it down.
1: Yeah, I do like that sound a lot still to this day. I mean, I I bought that pedal. It was a Mm -hmm. Boss PH3, and I had it for years. And like we, the band wrote songs using that effect and stuff. Mm -hmm. The main phaser sounds never sounded as good as I wanted, but that one, it was called Step, I think they called it, because it would like randomly step between... Settings, um, it always sounded so cool, and I don't know. I just that, that is still a sound that I'm missing on my current pedal board. I have a Phase 90, uh, mm-hmm. Script Phase 90. That sounds just the best, but it, it can't do that, you know. So yeah. this this yeah. does look very cool. Right? I'm trying to find
0: which one, of, which one of these was pulse. Yeah, I think that one is pulse. It's just a little...
1: Anyway. We'll turn the rate down a little. Might be able to tell. Yeah,
0: yeah it I spends think think less time it. up than it does down. Awesome. If we tweak it. Oh, now it gets really fadey and odd when I turn the tweak down. Anyway, yeah. there's. Um, so, yeah, the ramp speed is the secondary knob uh, effect on the depth knob. Um, so ramp speed. So uh, let's see. Let's turn that like way up.
1: Ramp speed sets the time the pedal will take moving between the two ramp settings.
0: Oh, okay. From, so I'm not going to be able to do that with with the uh, yeah from without an, an instant
1: to approximately ten seconds.
0: So this is going to be handy when you're when you're trying to do something that sounds a little Leslie-ish. I think probably. mm Hmm. You're going to be able to make things like the, uh, I guess the vibrato would be the one that would most probably make, maybe a little vibrato or chorusy or something like that. Ooh, what am I on now? (laughs) Chorus in pulse mode. That's sickening. Oh, Lord. Oh, gosh. I do (laughs) not want. (laughs) All right. Well, that was a much easier thing to, to kind of explain than I, I, I was like picturing trying to record a demo of that. Going, oh, I don't know what I don't even know what to do. I'll just right because you show. want
1: to demonstrate like how it operates. Yeah, because that's really well.
0: the, yeah. the the feature of this pedal is how it operates, not really what it sounds yeah, like. Like it sounds exactly. good, um, but it doesn't sound like it doesn't have some amazing sound that can't be achieved any other way. It's really just like I, I like the idea of this because when you're you know it's like you've only got so much pedal board space. This is a great way to get a multi-effect into here that sounds good, is very customizable, because so many of these, like a a particular chorus pedal, might not have exactly the right thing, and you you just sort of accept that. Or if you had this pedal... You know, you can tweak it quite a bit more, almost like some of those Chase Bliss pedals or something like that, where you can really yeah, change the wave it's shape. It's almost
1: like a Chase Bliss light. Like it's got yeah, lots yeah. of customizability, but it's not as overwhelming. I think.
0: Yeah, and there's just a bunch of stuff in here. Like the foot switch can be changed to.
1: This says preset.
0: Yeah, you can change. You can save presets in this. Wow, um, everything's all digitally recallable. Um, the So when you're connecting to the multi-jack, when you boot up, you can change that to expression, foot switch, or MIDI input. So you can have it on a separated switch, so you could use that probably to activate the ramp or something. And then, yeah, then if you have it set to an external foot switch, it can be ramp, a preset, or an external tap tempo. Um, Wow. Leaving the tap tempo switch to be available to just function as the ramp switch. So...
1: Yeah. That's very cool. This is a this is a very cool pedal. They're packing it's a lot It's two hundred bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Only and, right. Know, only two hundred bucks. Either. Like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. That's wow. Yeah, it's it's multi effect pedal week. Yeah. I mean, yeah, two hundred bucks. That's that's it's surprisingly cool, affordable. Like, I'm. I said uh, it at first. And now I'm like, holy uh, shit.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, huh? you, you, know, you know, yeah. It makes you consider it really. Um, it's pretty cool. So this is, this is like a version two or something. There's a, there's a USB jack on this too. If I hadn't said it already, I don't even know what you'd do with that. Probably maybe mess with your presets or something. Cool. Um, MIDI input. What are you going to do with MIDI input? Probably set tempo. So it'll follow your other pedals.
1: Yeah, probably.
0: Yeah. A MIDI controller, all the pedal functions, including 12 extra presets for a total of 16, They're recommending the Disaster Area DMC Gen 3. The USB port can also connect to a MIDI interface or your computer or mobile device. (laughs) What? (laughs) It's like a digital computer that you step on, Derek. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: The bell's back. Uh, I wonder what that Guitar Center guy's up to these days. I don't know. I don't care. Which
0: guy was it?
1: I don't know. I don't know his real name. He called me by the wrong name, so I called him <laughs> <laughs> I called him by the wrong name a few times. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> anyway. All right, cool. Alexander affects wavelength. That's right. Alexander pedals or whatever they're called. Anyway. Yeah, yeah the wavelength. Two hundred bucks. That's shockingly a good like a shockingly good price. Yeah,
0: it is. It's good, 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 good price. Sorry, I was leaning away.
1: You know what else is good, 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 good? Uh, Our friends at Pedal Genie. Yeah, it's the Genie. (laughs) They're Uh, great. Oh, God. I didn't have
0: a guitar stand near to me.
1: Uh, Okay. I'm back. I'm back, baby. I'm back, baby. I'm 40% Dolomite. (laughs) I am Bender. Please insert girder. (laughs) <laughs> all There's right, that, all right. I don't know what episode it is, but that song they sing when he drops that line is the funniest.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of the okay. later ones. Yeah, I could figure it out if I, you know, no, I'm not going to I'm not going to do it. Yeah. Hey, hey everybody, guess what? Gibson's back. <laughs>
1: Man, are they back? Oh, oh Derek, explain lordy. to me why
0: I have like six Gibson tabs open right now. You have four. Calm your tits. I think I opened a few of them more than once.
1: <laughs>
0: now, Les Paul, okay. S G, so, Explorer.
1: I followed Explorer Gibson pretty, ES. pretty closely. I have at, five.
0: I have five, Derek.
1: You have five? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Um I followed Gibson's presence at Nam pretty closely. Uh, by not being at NAM. And <laughs> I was well very done, sir. I was very interested to see what they had to say because they skipped NAM last year. And which is just <laughs> dumb. And they went to CES. <laughs> they just had instead. to gather like, their thoughts. <laughs> it was it was bonkers. They went to CES, the consumer electronics show. Indefensible. To demonstrate the robot tuners, which no one wanted. Oh, nobody's bar. been wanting those for years at the get NAMM this. show, so they so, just took that across yeah. the street. <laughs> took it a different where shop where they appreciate me. <laughs> so get this: I went to uh, the guitar store here has a uh, has an outlet store behind the shop, so like it's you all just it like does. overstock and like random like scratch and dent stuff, and you can usually get a really good deal on kind of random bits of gear. Yeah. So I go in; they have a. Crate full of Gibson robot tuners (laughs) 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 because if you bought a Gibson from them, they would for free change them to Grover tuners. (laughs) (laughs) It's because you gotta, you gotta. You'd walk in there and be like, Uh,
0: that Gibson's two thousand dollars. Okay, uh, I'll tell you what, I'll give you a thousand dollars for it or two thousand if you take those tuners off.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So now they're selling these these boxes of tuners 50 bucks a piece. Like, no one's gonna want them still. Like, Fifty bucks? Gonna... I yeah. if they were giving them away, I'd
0: take a bunch and make myself a little robot minion army.
1: <laughs> I'm sure they're good for something. All right. Gibson is back. Like I was saying, I paid attention to what they had to say at Nam. The new CEO was on the show floor for Nam, which I think is great. Uh just oh, for right the on. presence for the presence and for like he was at attention Step up. the whole time. Hell yeah. Uh, I watched a few interviews with him, and he seems extremely passionate. He's not trying to cover up that Gibson was really lost for a few years. He's saying, like, we're, we z- like kind of zoomed way out. They're back on track. They know what people want. More importantly, they know what people don't want. And they're just. <laughs> <laughs> and they're, they're just hitting the ground running. And I think they're off to an outstanding start. All right. The, pr- the prices are still high. There's still Gibson prices. However, we're getting guitars that we actually want to buy now. <laughs> so instead of like getting... Like instead of like taking the guitars, plastic
0: ring off something and charging an extra $500 for it.
1: Yeah. So for example, No More Rich Light. Rich Light, that synthetic fretboard material from oh. the custom shop, is gone. We're back to all wood fingerboards. Okay, across the line. Yep, that's a good plus. Yep. One. So let's look at let's look at Les Pauls here, for example. Let's do it. You can see here. This is the full lineup, all the way down through the custom shop. So there are quite a few.
0: There's but a the lot.
1: Le- this is why our
0: internet died, by the way. Yeah, the 6 tab is this. the
1: flagship model from Gibson. Let's not try to hide it. So yeah. we've got the Junior, the Studio, the Studio Tribute, which is so like if we're going from like most affordable on and upwards, uh, Junior, Studio, Studio Tribute, Classic, Traditional, which is what I have, Standard, and then we get into those older ones that high performance. Mm -hmm. Right. So remember the high performance was like the main line a couple of years ago. Now it just happens to be this one other model they offer, which I think is really smart. The thing that I'm confused about is they've got this guitar lineup as their main, like main six guitars, these six Les Pauls. Then they've also got them here, six more Les Pauls, same models, just in different colors.
0: And yeah, alternate finishes.
1: Which is a little confusing. So, like, let's look at yeah. the Les Paul traditional. Cause...
0: They're leaving me over overwhelmed
1: with that. So, basically, you've got your choice of two colors. Let's look at the... Wait, really? So,
0: this is alternate finishes with a plural.
1: And if I click on
0: this, there right. isn't going to be more colors underneath there?
1: There are. But I'm saying, <laughs> like, if you look at the Les Paul traditional 2019, yeah. you've got two colors. Tobacco Burst, Heritage Cherry Sunburst. That's it. Let's look at the standard yeah. 2019. Um, uh,
0: god, this is laid out in a way that okay, wait, I see it. So, standard 2019
1: seafoam green, blueberry burst, full stop. That's it.
0: Where's the other one? Doesn't matter, whatever. Where's Blueberry now, Burst?
1: Les Paul's standard 2019 alternate finishes edition comes in Heritage Cherry Sunburst and Trans Amber. These are the same guitar, but they're <sighs> no, under two different no. product lines. This
0: is this is. Wait, is that a product line or is that just bad web code? Cuz this is what it seems like to me. It seems like an idiot
1: designed I don't this website. Cuz I mean, you can open these as separate pages and they've got different flavor text and they've got different you know, the alternate finishes one has no flavor text, I should say.
0: A monkey and it's wrote got
1: the this. two op- the two color options. And then the standard has it's two color options. And I don't they're not different guitars. That's The, the level thing. of discourse
0: they're- here is is poop flinging.
1: It's it's clunky. It might be the website. I just don't I think they should have made this guitar instead of two lines with two finishes each, it should just be one four guitar finishes. with four finishes. Yeah. Obviously. So obviously. Than, that's just like a nitpicky thing though. Like it's a confusing organizational problem. Wow. It's not it doesn't really make the guitar any better or worse. So I'm um, okay. No,
0: but, it doesn't, but it calls into question why they do it. Like you know, yeah. it, it 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 you know.
1: Yeah, it makes it it really makes you wonder like what the hell's that about. Right. And it it could be confusing for someone who's like, "Oh, I really wanted a less Paul traditional in gold top." But then like you might You could easily miss it. Plus
0: there's so many other things like and then gold top reissue depending on what year it is and Those
1: are custom shops. So, yeah. And that's
0: fine, but like it <sighs> yeah. should be under a different heading. Like that's where you should have separated it. Like they should have a heading for the lines, right? They should have the juniors. Yeah. And they should have the studios all together.
1: Why don't they? Why aren't they grouping them that way? Are they trying to trick me? Studio Tribute, Satin Tobacco Burst or Satin Iced Tea? Or the alternate finishes, Satin Honey Burst and Satin Cherry Burst. You had me all pumped up, Derek. You had me all pumped up, but I I am pissed again. I know. I'm just saying. Overall, like that's, like I said, an organizational, confusing, weird thing. But... (sighs) It sounds to me, judging by what the CEO is saying all over the damn place, their quality control is on the way up. They've really, like, if you look at the options for Les Pauls here, we've got a studio, studio tribute, which has like a different neck shape or something, (laughs) the classic, which was there, the traditional, and the standard. Those are like the three proper Les Pauls most people want to buy. Yeah. Because the standard is ungodly expensive still the traditional is a non-weight relieved thing honestly is more accurate to a vintage Les Paul standard yeah. because there's no coil tap but, but do you really want that I uh, did I bought one the non-weight relieved one that's what I have it weighs a f- ton it's yeah. awesome
0: uh, all right
1: <laughs> so
0: see it's just the stains for days you can go out and get a sandwich come get, back get a bite to eat come back
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's We're move so on to good. the SG.
0: Even more streaming. <laughs> Even our internet delay can't destroy that <laughs> unison joke. All right. Yeah, the SG. Uh, this is where it makes a lot more sense. These all fit on one page on my small it, monitor.
1: We've got SG Standard Tribute, which is your dot inlay uncovered pickup set and finish entry-level SG. Okay. The SG Standard.
0: Mm-hmm. It's
1: unchanged for millennia. <laughs> It's the the no, bigger pick guard, on. the trapezoid inlays. It's the it's the SG that you've known forever. It comes in black and heritage cherry, and it looks great.
0: Sixty one has a different pick guard.
1: That's the one I would get because that pick guard is the hotness. I like the other pick guard, but go on. You, High performance. What's the matter with you? You know what I would want. You know what I would want, Derek. You want a set neck version or something weird, right? Set neck or no? Sorry, I'm bolt on all... the bolt on version. Don't no, you? No, I don't. I don't... Give it you want I, one that's got no. I master- want.
0: I want. Um, basically, I want a standard, or well, what's the story with the high performance? What the hell is that? That's the one with like the. It's got Swankier pickups, the, and it's got a all the steel, crazy steel coil
1: tapping and the, the metal pickup the, rings, and yeah, 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 No one needs it.
0: No, I, I don't. I don't need that. Basically, I want the standard tribute, except. No, I want the standard except with the the uncovered pickups.
1: I we love uncovered put pickups. Put pickups in them. Yeah. Anyway, I also love un- like covered pickups primarily, but my PRS has the uncovered zebra pickups in it. I love it's those. Great.
0: I love <laughs> the zebra pickups. What's the matter with me? Is that. Am no, I, I think nothing it's is great. the matter.
1: I think you're, you're fabulous. probably feeling better than ever because zebra I, pickups are awesome.
0: Zebra pickups rule. Okay. So high performance has like metal. Trust rod trim covers and stuff. Yeah. It looks, it looks like the Terminator's guitar. And the SG bass. Available,
1: yeah, that was the the high performance stuff came out a couple of years ago, and everyone they tried to market it as like this is the real one. This is the one you want. Did oh, anybody by the way, cool we still ever make the the traditional one? Which <laughs> like whatever. <laughs> Did anybody cool ever play an SG bass?
0: Uh, I just want to know not before not the I lay. Best into person it. to
1: ask about that. Did what's his name from Cream play one of those?
0: Oh, what is his name? Therein lies the issue. So. Uh, it is, uh,
1: God damn Don't it.
0: Google it. We'll lose our internet connection. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the SG bass is stupid. Putting my quarter down. The the headstock. Jack
1: Bruce. Did Jack Bruce play an SG
0: bass? I have no idea, Derek. It doesn't matter what his name is because we he don't did. remember if he played he it anyway. Fucking did. I knew it. <laughs> Okay, great. <laughs> Whatever. Like, I'm sure it makes sound and stuff. But, like, it looks stupid, and I don't like those tuning machines, and it looks stupid. And anyway. actually,
1: a friend of mine owns one of these, or owned one of these, and the bridge design on, on the SG base is atrocious. And it, it looks often, like... Often, it lifts out of the body, actually. <sighs> it's terrible. Ugh,
0: okay. Uh, SG Custom. Uh, it's fine. Uh, it's got gold hardware. Don't like that. It's a
1: Les Paul Custom version of an SG. Yeah, it looks great. I don't like that. Cool. Take Take the gold away.
0: Go back home. Go home
1: gold. Uh,
0: 61 disagree. disagree. Les Paul. Yeah, I don't care about gold. Les Les Paul the 61 Les Paul SG.
1: So so let me do you know about this?
0: This is like almost the one, the standard 61. It's what's different about the standard is the picture looks
1: different. Is it faded finish or something? The difference is probably vintage spec. It's probably things like neck shape and pickups. Okay. Um, but in 1961. Uh, well, in 1960, the Les Paul was not selling very well. This it, it came out in 56, so, I think, and it did, so so the Les Paul when it launched did not sell very well. So they in 61 made this guitar shape, which we now know as the SG, and put Les Paul's name on it without his consent. Yeah. So the early 1961 Les Pauls were actually SG shaped. Les Paul got all pissed, rightfully so, and they renamed it SG for Solid Guitar. <laughs>
0: What a stupid thing to do.
1: <laughs> it is stupid, but uh, okay. You know, so if you find these old 1960s like there isn't a 1961 Les Paul that is a single cut guitar with a maple top. Yeah. They yeah. stopped making the S, the uh the Les that Paul yeah. from 60 through I think through 68 or 9. So you can't buy a 1964 Les Paul. They don't exist.
0: That's fine. Pardon anyway. me.
1: Anyway, so I think that that 61 Les Paul SG, that's a custom shop. And so is the next one, the 64 SG uh, the with the Maestro.
0: Maestro. Vibrola.
1: I think those are cool. That's fine.
0: I dig it. They're fine. All right. Uh, Explorer. Designer. 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 Explore design. I thought it was going to be Explorer because well, they're here. half of them are Explorers. <laughs> explorers yeah. and Flying Vs and Firebirds are in this line. Okay, great. Yep, uh, not much
1: to say there There's a tribute Firebird There's a standard Firebird It's a custom Firebird Yeah, so, you know Yeah, it's cool When, right. when did we start calling those designer? Uh, Don't know
0: Designer basically, it looks to me like it means Any shape that isn't a Les Paul shape Or an SG shape
1: Or an ES, yeah must be.
0: Yeah. Well, we haven't gotten to any of that yet. Yeah. But these, are, okay. So here's the ES all on one page.
1: ES as in the hollow body. So
2: you're 335.
0: Right. <clears throat> 335, dots. the dots, the 335 figure, the 275 thin line, the 235 gloss, which is definitely just a Les Paul with a hollow
1: body. It's a bigger body, though. Is it bigger? It yeah. Look bigger. And it's got a Florentine <laughs> cutaway.
0: Yeah. All right. All right. It's actually
1: kind of cool. It's a- Kind of it's rad, a cool guitar. it'd be a cool yeah, cowboy I mean, guitar for sure,
0: yeah. Uh, the Chris Cornell guitar, of course,
1: <laughs> and then the BB King Lucille, which is a hollow body with no f holes.
0: <gasps>
1: and the Veritone. All right. Thing, well, so what's this, so.
0: what, what does that do? Hold on, we're clicking. If I lose you, it's because I clicked on BB King. <laughs> oh, he's got gold on it. Never mind. <laughs> 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 no, seriously, like a hollow body without um. I mean, what's well, in makes, there, spiders? It makes
1: the guitar extremely lightweight, of course, but it yeah. completely eliminates feedback.
0: Then why have it be well, a hollow body at all? It hollow
1: body guitar feedback.
0: Then um, why not make it a solid body? Okay, anyway, go on. I don't care. I don't care about the answer to Because of
1: the construction of the ES-style guitars as yeah, well.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And now and, the custom models. Do we even care about this page?
1: It's the usual stuff. But now there's like, this is the 60th anniversary of the 1959 Les Paul standard. So it's kind of a big whoop for them. <laughs> um, what else? There's now a 54 gold top with P90s. There's a 56 gold, gold top with P90s. There's a 57 gold top with humbuckers. 57 Les Paul special. Uh, the, the lineup for the custom shop does look pretty good. I do like it. It's way out of reach for almost everyone, yeah. but I'm into it. I dig it.
0: It's fine to have, um, you know, expensive guitars in a in a line like this.
1: It's If you're going to get a custom shop Gibson, uh, like if you want a custom shop Les Paul, seriously consider the 58 because they're much, much cheaper and still fantastic guitars. <laughs> Let that be a lesson to you. The more you know. Well, because it's $1,500 <laughs> less than the 59. Oh, my God. Right? So it's basically got a chunkier neck and a plain top, and that's it. Yeah, but you got a plain top, Derek. There you go. You just, you lost me. Yeah, but it's like, you know, it doesn't, flame top doesn't sound better. We all know that. And it looks like it sounds better. Just saying. <laughs> they do look beautiful but that'll do that'll do anyway. The prices are still a little high. I think, I think they're on the right track. I think, um, considering what I've heard in all the Nam show floor interviews with the CEO, it sounds very promising. He's maybe he's just a great salesman. Maybe he's just really good at hyping it up, but he was very like, you know, he admitted Gibson was a little off track for a while and you know, th- that kind of language. easy and for you nice to say to it wasn't his that. fault. Say again?
0: Easy for him to say. He wasn't the one at the helm at the time, right? So he's just like, ah, that other guy.
1: (laughs) It's reassuring to hear it come from the company. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that like he's not dodging, like he's not bad mouthing it, but he's not dodging like, oh, Gibson always been great. Like we all know they haven't. (laughs) In the 70s, they weren't that great either. And like they just, all these companies go up and down. So. Sure. You know. Anyway, check out some of the interviews. Um, There's a great Reverb.com article, uh, like a kind of running down all the new gear, and um, they interview him, and it's just very reassuring. That's all I can really say about it, I guess. I don't know. I keep repeating myself, but, you know. (laughs) No worries. Sure. Cool, man. Cool. Hey, our first episode on Anchor is done. Well, the last one
0: came out on Anchor, didn't it? That's true. It and did. technically, all um, of them
1: are being supported by Anchor now. But I didn't put us onto Anchor until after that episode had published. So. Oh, really? You published it plain first? Yes.
0: Does this mean it's not being stored on your Squarespace anymore?
1: The old ones are currently. They suggest I leave them there for a little while. Right. So, uh, But no, we are not being stored on okay. my Squarespace page anymore, which is nice. So, yeah. let's see. If you go to... Um, Anchor.fm slash the tone control. You can find our page there. You can uh, listen to all the episodes, of course. The one little catch is that it can only hold the one hundred most recent episodes. Uh, which was at first kind of like, oh well, that's why it's free, right? Mm-hmm. But the other catch is that even iTunes will only hold the hundred most recent episodes.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's no change. So. <sighs> <it. laughs> <laughs> yeah, so is, is there an archive from before that
1: that is accessible yes. to the public? So on our website, ToneControlShow.com, you can find all of the episodes. Okay. So we go to ToneControl, I think it's slash. It's uh, it's Tumblr, right? It is a Tumblr, yes, and that's where the RSS, there is an RSS feed there as well. Yeah. So if you want to use that as your podcast thing. Oh, I never published, or no, I never tagged the last episode to be on this page. Anyway, tonecontrolshow.com slash episodes. You can find all of them.
0: Yeah. If If you want to go back and listen to the first few when it was so awkward and so bad. Oh my God. It was terrible. And I I used to spend so long, like (laughs) here's the trick, folks. Go back and listen to those first episodes and know that I spent like three times as long back then editing, (laughs) trying to edit us so that we didn't say um so much. I do not do that anymore. <laughs> and we sound so much better now. It's ridiculous. And I'd never cut any ums out of our shows for like the last 50 episodes, at 100 episodes
1: mm-hmm. probably. So we are on nine platforms. Anchor, Breaker, Overcast, Radio Public, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, and Spotify. <sighs> Whew! So if you've got a buddy who's a stickler about listening to podcasts on one particular place, (laughs) you know. Yeah, but all those things "Ah,
0: that you couldn't, I'm assuming assuming like basically any of those you could just pump an RSS feed into, right? Like if you desperately Uh, wanted to listen to it in Podcatcher from way back, wouldn't it have accepted? You can do that
1: for Overcast. I don't know if you can do that for Apple Podcasts, for example.
0: I would think that like, Apple podcast was like the only one where you couldn't just pump any URL into it.
1: Not sure. Never actually looked into because it. Because that's but anyway, it doesn't matter. Okay, forget it. Forget I spoke. Anyway, that's our that's our thing. If you want to start a podcast, seriously consider anchor because it's the best. Oh, and we can now do like real proper show notes within the episode again. We stopped uh, okay. doing that. Previously, because the show note links were breaking yeah, the distribution. Yeah, so just link to the Tumblr and page. Exactly. Or the link to the Squarespace page. So it wasn't even making it yes. to iTunes, which was a, an issue. Ugh. So now, uh, what I had done in the meantime was to put a link to the Tumblr page. Uh, add, like, you know, click here, go to tonecontrolshow.com. To find the show notes, which is Mm -hmm. not what anyone wants to see. Yeah. So now, proper show notes will be back and uh, you can follow along there and stuff. Pretty rad, right? Definitely. Definitely. You got the app, leave us a voicemail if you want. And hey, thanks. We appreciate you. We appreciate all of you that we just learned are listening. (laughs) (laughs) That's cool. I guess I just also want to apologize for the uh awkward the internet phone call this time.
0: <laughs> oh, see that's the stuff I usually do clip out. I know, but it
1: does into. frustrate the hell out of me and yeah. I think it shows. So <laughs> No,
0: I think I think we did fine. The beginning of this one was fishy. So who knows what the beginning is gonna sound like uh after the <laughs> after the music plays, you might hear us sounding a little frustrated because back at the beginning of this, uh stuff was stupid and then it went stupid again in the middle. <laughs> You know, did you feel like this had a different feel? Like I'm I'm still behaving as though you can see me because I'm yeah, me so too. used to you being able to see me, but then I keep remembering like, no, no. I'm
1: behaving as though you can see me, but I'm also like I'm not looking at my screen, mm. you know? Like I'm not looking where your face should be. <laughs> yeah. Um I'm definitely like kind of looking around my office or lo- actually when I was doing my pedal demo, I was looking down at it the whole time. Not demo, the the talk about talk, the nebulous yeah. but like you know what I mean yeah. usually I would kind of like look at you and like communicate with right.
0: you it, it feels like I'm more like I'm listening to a podcast <laughs> 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 that messed up
1: cool. uh, yeah it's like an interactive oh, podcast oh, do you ever talk oh, to podcasts oh, yeah, like this yeah. <laughs> I, I talked to the tone jerks the other day they said binding is stupid and I said no you're wait stupid. they said binding
0: is stupid We should just wrap this up. Oh my god, I'm out of here.
2: (laughs) See you next time, jerks. To all the components out there in the tone control circuit, thanks for listening, and f*** off.